welcome to Illuminating the Scriptures, a study of Nevi'im. In this series, we explore the words of the prophets and delve into the meaning and significance of these sacred texts. Sefer Yeshaya, the book of Isaiah, chapter 3, verse 16 through chapter 4, verse 1. This passage is a continuation of the previous passages where the prophet describes the destruction of the corrupt society. And here the focus is on the destruction of or the pulling apart of the position in society that in a society where feminine beauty, the beauty of women, is something that is looked up to and respected. My understanding is that this is not just a focus on feminine beauty. It's a focus on external image. You have people who respect that spiffy look, that look of, of you know, so to speak, perfection, that good look, and that somehow gives a person a better position in society, and people respect that. Obviously, there's there's that the lust factor that goes into it, but it's not just that. It's it's a respect of externality. This has to do with wealth, obviously, because it's only wealthy people who can afford to to create that image for themselves. It's 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 a respect of a very external material look, and that whole thing is going to be ripped apart. The focus is going to be on feminine beauty. The Lord has spoken, and this is what He says: Yan, because kigavhu the daughters of Zion have exalted themselves. They have made themselves high. And they have walked with their necks stretched out, again, in a position of arrogance, in a position of, of lording over the rest of society. This could be interpreted as they are constantly surveying with their eyes, like looking over the, the, the scenery, they're looking over the 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 picture of what what's in front of them to see who it is that you know they're impressing now another way of understanding is that they have colored their eyes they walk and they float as they walk that means they walk with these dainty steps or these special way of walking that makes it gives them the appearance of floating and with their feet they they jingle or they make noise they have these they had these shoes that had uh, made some type of noise as they walked, attracting a certain type of attention to themselves. So this is just a general statement. Because they have done this, and they have created that image for themselves and that position in society for themselves, the response will be, V'sipach Hashem, the Master's God, will afflict the heads of the daughters of Zion. And the word for afflict over here, V'sipach, implies leprosy, or some type of skin disease that will afflict them. Vashem Pashen Ye'ara. And the Lord, their openings He will pour out. Another way of reading it, their, their vessels He will pour out. It's a metaphor which means their pride, their glory will be poured out and taken away from them. Whatever image that they had that people looked up to and was glorious, it will be, it will be removed from them. Bayaymahu, upon that day, Yasir Hashem, the Lord will remove, the Master will remove, as Tiferes, Ha'achosim, Va'ashavisim, Va'asarainim. 
So these are, it's, it's going to, we're going to have a list now of many different types of ornaments or various types of garments, decorative garments or even regular garments. But the point is, the prophet is describing in detail many different garments and ornaments that these women would wear to create that image of like I'm, I'm above and beyond and I'm special and I'm different. And all of that will be taken away. All that glory and all that beauty will be removed. It's, it's, it's just a mirage and the mirage will be removed. I'll try to translate some of these words. So in verse 18, Sa'achasim are some type of fancy shoes. It's similar to the word we had before of Uvragleim Ta'achasna in verse 16. With their feet, they'll jingle. Shavisim, some translate this Ibn Ezra, a leg ornament, an ornament around the shins. Radak, some type of pretty cloth. And Sa'arinim are some type of belt or a moon-shaped ornament on the belt. Hanatifais, Vashereis, Vaharalais, moving on to verse 19. The Tifais are some type of necklace. Shereis are some type of bracelet. Haraalais are, would be some type of veil. Hapeirim, this is verse 20. Hapeirim, Vatsaadais, Vakishurim, Vatan Nefesh, Valachashem. Peirim are some type of hat. Sa'adim are foot bracelets. Kishurim are hair ornaments. Batei nefesh are chest ornaments, some type of ornament that was worn over the chest. L'chashem is an ornament that's worn by the ear. Hatabois, this is verse 21. Hatabois are rings, v'nizme ha'af, nose rings. Hamachalatzais, v'amatafais, v'amitpachais, v'acharitim. This is verse 22. Machalatzais are garments that are closer to the body. Matafais are more outer garments. Mitpachais would be shawls. Charitim, two interpretations, either aprons of sorts or cloaks. 23. Vagilyonim, vasadinim, vatsnifais, varadidim. Gilyonim, either some type of see-through garment, which sometimes people wear above their garments, and you could just create some type of look where you can sort of see the garment that's beneath it and not see it that well. It changes the color of it. Another way of understanding is some ornamental mirror that they would carry around with them. Sedinum would be an outer wrap. Tsimifais is some type of cap. And redidum is some decorative outer garment. So this is the end of the, you know, the list of the various ornaments and garments that they would wear. And again, I just gave some of the many interpretations of these garments the prophet is showing that every detail whatever beauty or whatever attraction it has all of that will be taken away this is verse 24 in place of the perfume mak will be rot in the place of the belt will be wounds bruises in the place of the work of putting something together this would imply talking about they would have a special type of hairdo which put their hair together in a certain way. Karcha, baldness. Vesachas, psigil. Psigil will be a decorative belt around the loins or a decorative garment around the loins. Margeres, sack, a girding of sackcloth. Ki tachas all of this in place of beauty. Mesayich, the common folk. Bacher will fall by the sword. Ugvurasech, and your strength, which would imply the stronger people, the people better positioned in society, 
in battle. They, they, they will fall. In other words, it's describing a, a collapse of the this aspect of leadership or this aspect of this image of beauty and, and invincibility that these people project. And it will be followed by death and destruction. V'anu, they will grieve. V'avlu p'sacheha, her openings, her, her gateways will be places of mourning. V'nikasa, she'll be utterly cleansed. Here we're talking about cleansed of her glory, cleansed of her strength. Talking about the people of Israel, the society. La'aretz teshev, they'll sit down on the earth. In other words, when a person doesn't have anything to hold on to anymore, he sits down on the earth. The earth is not going away. The earth is something that people hold on to and feel secure when they're sitting down on the earth. And this whole position in society, which is created by that external image, by that look, by that, you know, projecting this aura of um, I'm above and, and, and better than, will, will be gone. It will be replaced by grieving and mourning. Psachah, the openings of the cities, the openings of the, of the, uh, you know, the places of gathering, that's where people would show off with their fancy clothes, with their, with their, whatever image they're trying to project. And instead of becoming, you know, fashion shows, these places will be places of mourning. Seven women will grab onto one man by Yemahu on that day. Lame are saying, We will eat our own bread. We will eat. We will wear our own garments. Just your name should be called upon us. Gather in our embarrassment. In other words, in places where you have a society where men were running after women, again, because the women were projecting this image of, like, as if they're, they're, you know, special people just because of the look that they're projecting and they're, they're something above the regular human being. And we would have a man offering to take a wife and saying, no, I'll feed you, I'll give you whatever it is that you need, I'll, I'll pay for all your expenses. The opposite will happen. That the women who now lost all their external attraction will come running to a man who, again, who in, in you know that society would be the breadwinner, the one who's able to uh, protect them and say, forget it, we'll, we'll, we'll earn our own bread and we'll wear our own garments. All we need is that we should be considered married that we should have some place in, in society. The embarrassment of being unmarried, unwanted, should be taken away from us. So again, to recap this this little passage, these few verses, is that you have a corrupt part of the corruption of society is that the outer external image of a person is respected, not the humanity of the person, but the look of the person, which is really nothing. It's just a mirage. And in a society where that's respected and looked up to, and it creates power and 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 position, it's going to be destroyed. It's going to be removed, and the, the whole attraction won't carry anyone, won't won't pull anyone anymore, and that's going to be overturned. And that's part of the process, which is leading to the end of chapter four, where eventually, with the breakdown of society and with the breakdown of all the different various levels of leadership, we can hope for a new society to flourish, a new society to rise up that is not living with the worldviews, the crooked and corrupt worldviews and ways of thinking and thought patterns of the old society, but rather a godly society, a society that sees its correct place in God's plan.